What a podcast back. September 11th. Two weeks in a row. We're doing great. Oh, it is September 11th. <clears throat> Moment of silence. You, uh, you were what, four years old? Five? Six. We were six. Uh, it's 2001. Yeah, I was. You were five, I was six. I was five, you were six, yeah. I don't remember where I was on 9-11, sorry guys. Me neither. Um. Anyway, uh, we got a lot to talk about. Football season's great because there's always so much to talk about. Now uh, NFL started. NFL started too, which gives us even more. Back when it was, back when uh, NBA was was coming to a close, there was absolutely nothing to talk about. Yeah, I think we well, I mean, took we, an, we had World Cup for a few weeks, but yeah, once that ended, we, we took a nice three week vacation for a good reason though. We wouldn't have had anything to talk about. Yeah, so we started back when college football was started up, and that was a good choice. Yeah, um, we started off with the Ohio State fight song, the Buckeye Battle Cry, because Our Buckeyes whooped it again, whooped them, whooped them kindly. Rutgers. Rook, yeah, the Rutgers. They look terrible. Yep. Oh, it was so bad. But, I mean, it's crazy because our QBRs for our quarterbacks was Dwayne Haskins with 94.3 and Tate Martell with 99.1. And their Sitkowski hold had... On, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Oh, my window. <laughs> yep, that's the ice cream truck. We're just right. going to let it roll by real yeah, quick. Yeah, we'll let it roll by. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So yes. yeah, dude. That's cool. they. They dropped. They combined for to be go thirty of thirty three. That and is they dropped three passes. Three passes, which is I think, well, it's like the highest in a long time for Ohio State. The highest yeah. percentage. It's like ninety percent. Ohio State goes for a lot of QBs who are mainly like rushers though, and not great passers. Especially last year with with JT Barrett, we just ran the draw a lot. So now it's so nice. Yeah, Tate's still that quarterback, but oh yeah, he was he he had some good passes. I wonder if uh, he's going to be as because people critique that his high school tapes didn't show very good pass, uh, throwing skills. But I mean, he went maybe. for ten for ten though. It's not bad. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, so <laughs> that's really good. I mean, yeah. it doesn't get better. They had combined for five touchdowns, no interceptions. <clears throat> I mean, doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't. Yeah, and and we had our our backup QB was our leading rusher, <laughs> which is funny. How did oh Mike Weber, uh, J.K. Dobbins? Uh, yeah, yeah, he he did good. He had like eighty. Yeah, he had 73 yards. He he ran more than uh, Mike Weber, which is yeah, surprising. Mike, Mike just kind of, I think he took like a backseat. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what, maybe he needed rest. I think Ryan Day likes Mike Weber more, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he, I don't know why. I don't understand why he didn't take very many snaps. How many snaps did he take? Uh, Weber? Yeah. Weber had eight How many did for JK 31 have? yards. J.K. Dobbins had 12 for 73. Oh, that's not that yeah. much of a difference. Yeah, it's they, not. We just didn't rush a whole lot. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, If we yeah. could give both of our running backs, like, if we could get Haskins to throw, like, 25, 30 passes and give both of our running backs, like, 15, 20 snaps each, that's a solid offensive. Yeah. Um, Blanton. Master Teague had five carries for Yeah, he's back yards. at it. 25 at yards. It. Master, Master Teague. Teague. We're going to follow him every week. What a great week. fucking name. We're going to follow him every week. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about uh, Master Teague. Maybe we'll even have him on the podcast. <laughs> I, we could make. We could figure. I gotta. I gotta we get a couple def- more classes, but we'll, I'll find we could, them. You don't even have to get a class. We'll just. <laughs> we'll just tweet at him. He'll be. He's, dude, he's a uh, third string running back. So probably not even. I'm probably yeah. Um, my my dude JD Johnny Dixon looked good. Johnny Dixon did look really good. He Here's had the, two touch. What did he have? Two touchdowns. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had two he had that touchdowns. One that was beautiful. That beautiful pass from Haskins. Yeah, four receptions for 89 yards. I mean, come on now. Paris Campbell had five receptions for 64 yards yeah, and a dude. touchdown. 
For those who don't know, Johnny Dixon and Paris Campbell were like best friends, and they, it was it was cool to see them be hyped for each other. They had really really good games. Paris Campbell is what is it? He's in his eighth year at Ohio State, something like that. No, Johnny Dixon is in his eighth year at Ohio State. Is he really? Johnny Dixon is twenty six years old. Oh my god, yeah. that dude could be my father. Yep, that's um, a little known fact. But uh, Paris Campbell's yeah, he's in like his fourth or fifth year too. They're both done after this. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know Johnny Dixon's been there as long as Paris Campbell. I feel like Paris. Well. Johnny Dixon was out for a season. He like broke his leg or some crap. I don't remember. Yeah, that. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. They Par- were here when we won. I think they both I think were here. I just when we specifically won. remember Paris Campbell being there for the national championship. I don't so know maybe if he that, was. Yeah, he was. Paris Campbell. Are you sure? Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know, dude. That was three years ago. Uh, it was yeah, four like the yeah, 2014, 15 season. He was there. Guaranteed. Uh yeah, he started in 2014. Yeah, but I don't think think he played that year. I think he redshirted that year. Um. Anyway, he's, he's a senior. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't remember him having an impact. I guess he was that he played though. Okay. Anyway, um, he he was playing for a long time. He's he might be something nasty in the NFL. Anyway, let's move on to some different games. Or, well, hold on, hold any, on. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, we got to give some love to our defensive guys. Oh yeah, Nick um, Bosa's back at it again. He Nick went crazy. Bosa, Nick Bosa injured their quarterback with a beautiful sack. Hopefully that guy's all right. But he got yeah he had um, a sack, a couple tackles for a few tackles for loss. Dude, he yeah, went in, three tackles for loss, a sack, five tots, <laughs> total tackles. Yeah, um, but he, uh, yeah, he looked really. And beside the stats, like he just was, he, he was causing havoc the whole game. That guard had no shot against him. And then Chase Young looked really good, dude. Chase Young was on fire. Um, he had two sacks, two tackles for loss, dude. He was really, yeah. he was really, really good. That's I, I've been waiting Chase. for him. No, he's really good, dude. Is he? He's the other defensive end. He's really good. That's good. We need – that's good. Nick Bosa is a, probably a future number one pick in the NFL too, which is cool. Yep. Very cool. He's He might be better than his brother. We'll see. Well, we got to get him on the pod. Number one rule of this Nick Bosa? Season. Yeah, we'll have him on the podcast for sure. He's, um. It's almost guaranteed. All right. Um, Michigan bounced back in a 49 to three win against Western Michigan. Um, yeah. No. Oh, that's Michigan State. I don't have the Michigan game up, but yeah, that's fine. I just only points I want to say is that they're they look a little bit better. Their quarterback Shea Patterson was a little bit better, and their rushing game looked good. Their O line isn't mm-hmm. that bad. Yeah, they they did. they ran a lot. They ran like three hundred some yards. I don't have the stats up either, but yeah, they 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 looked a lot better than they did against Notre Dame. Speaking of Notre Dame, didn't they struggle against a real bad school? Notre Dame? Yes. Yeah. Ball State. 24-16. to 24-16. to 16. How do you... Yeah, that... Ball State is a bad school. Bad football school. I mean, Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's quarterback threw three interceptions. Dude, he's though. garbage. Yeah, he's No touchdowns, terrible. three interceptions. Wimbush. He's garbage. Uh, 297 yards, though. That's something, I guess. Okay, well, you throw three picks, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could throw yeah, 10,000 yards if you, if you throw a pick every time. Gosh, yeah, true. It's pretty bad, dude. Um, Bama, Bama. That's gonna be our. That's gonna be all we say. Bama, on Bama did do week. Bama things. I mean, it was Arkansas State though was yeah. their opponent. But Tua looks good. Tua looks really good, dude. Tua Tuluga. Tua Tua. Tua to you know. Tua to 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 Mm-hmm. All right, and then uh, oh my gosh, Clemson got in a really close game with Texas A and M. Your dog is barking. Bro, all these noises. Yeah, now. what? I think it's because my windows are open today. Hold on one second. Hey, Callie, please be quiet. Thank you. All right. She's cooperating. So te- Clemson squeezed by Texas A&M 28 to 26. That was a, that was a much closer game than it, than I, than people were expecting. 
Um, Texas A&M wasn't ranked to start the season. They probably, I don't know if they will They'll be. probably come back and be a little ranked. I mean, they just, I think they, Texas A&M just had to get over there, get over that, that, uh, that rust game, you know, they got a new coach this year, but they weren't ranked before that game. Like they, they're not supposed to be good this year. People are sleeping on them. Oh, they're ranked now. No. Where is that game? I am tripping. I anyway. Anyway. Yeah, nothing. I mean, there's nothing really significant with that game. Yes. Uh, just, they just don't look good. They're, uh, they didn't throw, for, they didn't throw much. They threw for 300 yards, um, got a couple touchdowns. So it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that bad, but they only, yeah. Chris Bryant only threw for 17. Through 17, Pat, like did 17, had yeah. 17 attempts. I'm glad to see Penn State didn't struggle against Appalachian State today. <laughs> Who do they play again? They played Pitt. Oh, they spacked the crap out of Pitt. Yeah, they did. It's 51 to 6. Um, Trace McSorley looked pretty good. Two touchdowns, 145 yards. He went 14 for 30. That's not amazing. No. But I thought he was going to be really good. He's not playing, he's not playing great. Yeah, he's not playing too great so far. But uh, Penn State did, rushing. Did they rush good? Uh, they rushed decent. 16 carries for 118 yards, zero touchdowns with Sanders, their starting uh, running back. Yeah. Trace McSorley had a rushing touchdown, though. That's crazy exciting. That is crazy exciting. What a great game. Um, the USC Stanford game was pretty good. Stanford beat him 17 to 3. Yeah, 17 to 3. Stanford looks really good with. Uh, with uh, Costello. Bryce Love, 22 carries nope. for 100. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. right. Bryce Love, my bad. 22 carries for 136 yards and a touchdown. He's supposed to be the best running back in the in the nation right now. Is he? I didn't. Yeah, he, he's I know there's be, hype yeah. around him, but yeah. yeah. There's a lot of hype around him. He's going to be, yeah, he's supposed to be pretty. That was a good game, though. Stanford, Stanford looks like a legitimate team. I think that they're the best team in the Pac-12. Yes, for sure. For sure. I, mean, I think the, Washington, arguably, but. I think the big game, the the good game of the college football day was Michigan State and Arizona State, though. Well, I said something bad about Michigan State last week. I don't remember who, but someone said something to me like, oh, I didn't appreciate the hate against Michigan State or whatever. And uh, uh, they just got beat. Yeah. I mean, Michigan State is pretty much usually uh, overrated, though. Yeah, always. I think if there's... The past couple seasons. They yeah. Oh, yeah. For the past few seasons, actually. they. I mean, they're just... I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know. And then... Um, I don't know what D'Antoni is doing. Yeah, I don't know. They just um, Herm Edwards is the new coach for Arizona State, so it's cool to see him get a win like that. Um, they they got a field goal with three seconds ranked. left. Yeah, they yeah, it was a game winning field goal. Yeah, I mean Mike, I mean didn't they do that to us? Michigan State did. Yeah, three years ago. Remember? Uh, yeah, and they got smacked in the playoffs. They didn't score a point against <sighs> Alabama. Do you remember? It's thirty eight to zero. I yeah, think. yeah, that was terrible. You know who won with a field goal was was it Michigan State where the dude was twirling his arm around yep. after he won? Yep, that was the worst day of my life. Oh yeah, that was horrible. Um, you don't know why? Why? Because tell them tell them about your day that day. So I went to a basketball game the week before. Relax, relax. You've relax. had that for a while now. <laughs> you, have. you just reach over every time I set it down. All right, we're having. How was it a basketball game? Yeah, LSU basketball game. I don't remember who the heck we played, but they were doing a giveaway, and they said it was Michigan State sideline passes, and I wasn't paying attention, but I. Someone, I took someone else's ticket who had season passes, one of my friends, and uh, he couldn't go because he was busy. And so he let me use his ticket and they called his name over the thing. And my friend Mike was next to me and he's like, dude, you just won. I'm like, oh crap, what the heck? So they're like, go find Blocko, whatever. The block, some guy from Blocko gave it to me. I go to him, I'm like, so goes a call, honestly. So I I was like, (laughs) I was like, hey man, so you know, are these like legitimate sideline pass seats? 
He was like, dude, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. And I was like, that's crazy. Okay, awesome. What do I have to do? And he's like, oh, they'll just email you. And that, I mean, and and to make that even worse, it was like the biggest game of the year, by the way. Oh it's yeah, the, they, by far, it they was, was like Michigan State was like tenth. Yeah, in it was the like nation, top ten yeah. matchup. And yeah, it was, yeah. Oh dude, it was a huge, huge game. And I was like, oh my god, this is insane. Like I, I can't believe this. <clears throat> uh, day of game, we went to game day, college game day. We got yeah, up we really did. early. We it got was up really at, cold. What was it, like five in the morning to go? Yeah. And it was really cold. It was. It was pretty. It was it cold was and not wet. Fun. It wasn't really exciting. Really boring. When you go to college game day, though, it looks so exciting on TV, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that is something I definitely want to go to. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there, you are standing in a crowd of people with a bunch of signs. Mm -hmm. And whenever the camera goes by, you just get a bunch of signs smacking you in the face. And you you just try. It's pretty much just just like the watching them like sit during commercials. It's like, yeah. And and it's (laughs) like, and every now and then, um, Lee Corso will turn around and fucking mumble something. Like, and everybody's like, ah, yeah, but like, why? Yeah. Lee Corso, I, I'm not a big fan of Lee Corso, but anyway, it's, it's very, it's, it's very, it's like four hours long too, which is mm-hmm. terrible to stand through. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's four hours of people just trying to get on TV yep. and it's you, if you don't even have interest in, on, we in being on TV. Yeah, we were, yeah. I don't we, even know if we were on TV or well, not. What happens is, is there's a large crowd, right? And then they have that like gated in area. And if you're in the right area, you can get into that middle. And we did get into that middle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's like where you see everybody. That's like where you see, you see everybody. They're all in this, like, so everybody rushing into the middle. And then it was <laughs> terrible for four hours. I was ready to go after like the second hour, but you can't leave. Right. And so we ended up going to Waffle House and I was like, all right. Everybody was grumpy at that point too. Yeah. So I thought I had, I I thought I just had one sideline pass. I put a big old post on Facebook about how excited I was. I couldn't sleep much the night before. I was like, this is going to be the experience of a lifetime. So you, you came with me. Mike was going, Cassidy was going. I get there and they never emailed me or anything. I was like, I'll just figure I'll ask them. So I go to the ticket. They're like, oh, you got to go to this gate. So I walk around to this gate and I'm like, hey. Uh, I don't know about, I need to ask about this. They're like, oh, go to the ticket thing. So I go over to the ticket place. I'm like, hey, I need this. And they're like, oh, your name's not on the list. I'm like, uh, okay, well, like, is this name on the list? Because this is the guy who won it. Yeah. What? Nothing. Oh, it just looked like you were willing to say something. No. But, and they were like, no, that's not on the list either. I'm like, well, I promise you that I won. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what else to say. And they're like, okay, well, yeah, we'll figure it out for you. So I end up standing with this, this woman that's like running the sideline pass thing. And she's like, oh, you can have a friend, actually. Um, she's like, yeah, we'll make you. So they like made me a pass. They believed me and whatever. And they were like, okay, yeah, you can have a friend. So I was like, okay, sweet. So I called Mike. Oh, yeah. And Interesting. I was, like, <laughs> I was there. It's fine. Oh, yeah, that is kind of mean. That's crazy. That's kind of mean, isn't that it? Is, Why did that I was call ins- Mike and not you? Oh, I don't know. I was too busy in the middle of block O. We're not there yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. So, yeah, it was bad weather this day. It was a gr- gloomy, constant, like, drizzle. And it was cold. It was like 40 degrees and it was just bad. And, uh, so I called Mike. I'm like, dude, Mike, you got to get over here. I'm at the South. I'm at the North end of the stadium. Mike's at the South end of the stadium. And the shoes, obviously it's one of its top 10 size stadium in the whole world. (laughs) So Mike comes running around and she's like, dude, I was like, she told me we only had like five minutes to get on the field. And I was like, okay. So Mike sprints around the whole shoe gets to the, gets to where I am, uh, which was just a hassle in and of itself. And we were like freaking out. We got in on the field and then she's like, okay, you better enjoy. You only have like 30 seconds. So I'm like, I don't know what that means. So we just like walk around over and we're standing like on the field, on the sideline. The band's like right in front of us. And we're like, oh my God, this is crazy. And this guy comes up to us. He's like, all right, you guys have to leave. What? You're like almost knocking over the hookah by like stepping on that board thing. I'm not like, stepping on the board thing? Oh, you did. It was like wobbling. Oh. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so um, 
what did I just say? Okay, yeah. So this guy comes up and he taps us on taps us on the shoulders. Like, all right, time to go. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought this was a sideline pass. He's like, yeah, it's a pregame sideline pass. I was like, are you kidding me? So we only got like a <laughs> you minute, get two like minutes a- to stand on the field with all the stress that came with it. And we were so tired. We we're like, okay, so so what the heck then? They're like, you need tickets. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. So then somehow I think we ended up having to buy an extra ticket because of this. And then we do. And they're not together. Drew's ticket was in Block O South. And they and they were like super strict because it was a big game yes. about letting us in the certain sections. So Usually in the small s- games, if you have tickets just on that end of the stadium, you can get into you the sections get wherever with, you want. with your friends. Yeah. yeah, you can go wherever you want. This time I'm in Block O South. I'm sitting there. It's raining. The student section. I don't know. For those who don't yeah, know I mean, there's like a student area, and then there's like the student section, which mm-hmm. is Blocko. So uh, Blocko is like everybody just stands and goes crazy and listens to the guy at the front with a speaker and does those chants or whatever. They start the chant. It's well, nonstop. You know, it's, it's nonstop. nonstop. You're, you got you have to be cheering. You have to be jumping. You can't ever. Wasn't sit the in the whole mood. Game. Wasn't in the mood. Yeah. It was already raining. I you was were so, alone. I was alone. I was so tired from being at college game day. Oh my god. Mike and I got stuck a little bit more higher like higher in the stands behind chris and, Ma- chris and mike are together cassidy's alone somewhere she got alone yeah she got stuck with these like drunk around these drunk guys i think and i was alone <laughs> and then it just starts pouring and was, down rain it and was it was a horrible game it was we an absolutely lost. horrible game and then we lost we have ezekiel elliott the best running back in the nation we ran him like three times <laughs> well i think we ran him like 11 times but still it, yeah, that's nothing it was nothing for what he should have gotten 30 carries and uh, it was bad. JT Barrett, they, we ran like the rollout. We ran the option like over and over again. It just was never working. We the had play Ed Warner. So one we had Ed Warner and Tim, as, and Tim Beck as our play callers. Terrible. Oh, it's so bad. I hope those guys are so unsuccessful. It's crazy this year. Oh my gosh. Ed Warner somewhere. That He's an offensive really line coach at Michigan and they're terrible. Yeah. Is he Michigan? He's at Michigan. Oh wow. Offensive line coach. Wow. Ter- they're um, terrible. I'm glad we gave Michigan him. <laughs> yeah. They're actually, the offensive line, I don't think is that bad actually. Right now for Michigan, yeah, they just they ran, did they terrible. Like Three hundred yards. Oh, okay. Well, they did terrible against uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch the Michigan game. Last um, but yeah, and the we lost in the last the last they started they had Michigan State had the ball with like five minutes left, and I was like they're gonna drive. They, it was tied like like fifteen to fifteen or something stupid yeah. like that. And I was like, they're going to win. Like, this is it. And Actually, I think I, they were down like two or something. They won by like one. Uh, I yeah. don't know. I could be. Anyway, they won by a field goal. No, no, no. Yeah, they won. It was tied. Yeah, and all they needed was a field goal. Or yeah, they, were, they all they needed was a field goal, and they they kicked drove it right. down. They wasted enough time on the clock. They drove it down the field. We couldn't stop them and get a fourth down, and then kicked it. And the guy did the air guitar, th- swinging his arm, running down the field. And I literally just stood there. I cried a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tears ran down my face, and I was like, "Fuck me!" I was so mad. I was so I was mad. Livid. The whole experience was horrible. And Mike and I spent half the time in where the concessions are because of the rain and it was so cold we just needed we did that to warm up we kept getting like hot chocolate that was like cold at that point and i had a rain jacket but it was blue and then we had to walk the mile back to my house oh yeah and uh then we sat there and just cried it was the worst my favorite ohio state experience is when we won the national championship though and we went to campus and everybody got maced. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was a great time. I just went through all my pictures from that. So crazy. I watched that in the union. I remember we students. we stood at Lake uh, Mirror Lake was was frozen over, mm-hmm. and me and me and Casey Browning and Wyatt Sheline stood in the ice in the middle of Mirror Lake <laughs> with a bunch of people and just they started be- like shooting beanbag or that's what they were shooting at us. People, it was yeah. it was pepper ball. Oh yeah, it's like little balls with pepper spray yeah. in it, and it'll bust open when it yeah. hits something. Dude, oh it was my chaos. Gosh. I had pictures of like there were burning couches. Yeah, I had pictures of like dumpsters on fire. I had pictures of the ambulances and the cops all up and down High Street right after we won. I got pictures of people st- like like hot, like 20, 30 people 
dozens of people on top of every bus stop. Dude, it was insane. It was chaos. Campus was a madhouse. People, were, people bro- they broke the um, field goal. Like the goal Oh, post. yeah. People they broke, broke into the, the horseshoe and then took down the field goal post. Yep. Which is just the most Ohio State thing to have. When people say Ohio State fans are annoying, though, I definitely fit into that category. Yeah. I'm a definite annoying Ohio State well, we fan. We weren't that bad, but we're not bad traveling fans. And when we went to Penn State, we were fine. Dude, Penn State was Penn State was a good experience, though. It was mm-hmm. cool to be in Happy Valley. Yeah, I, I really hope we can do it again this year. I just watched the Happy Valley. Uh, I already told Chris this, but I watched the Happy Valley documentary on Netflix. It's a good watch. It's about the Jerry Sandusky and Joe Paterno thing. It's a good watch. It's funny because Penn State fans were like, we're never going to bounce back from this. It's mm-hmm. over. The football program's done for. Like Nobody's going to want to come to Happy Valley. They bounce back very nicely with uh, Bill O'Brien as their coach, and then now they have James Franklin. They're a James good program. Franklin's good. I when like I think him. of Penn State, I don't think of that anymore, though. Yeah. A lot of, for well, any, when they were here last year, we went to the Penn State game. All the Ohio State fans were like, oh, you're a bunch of rapists. And yeah. yeah. That's just ignorant. Yeah, I respect we Penn State fans, though, because they're so passionate about football. And mm-hmm. no, I don't think any other fan base would understand Penn State's passion for football but Ohio State's fan base. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. got to respect them. Because college, State College, Pennsylvania, that's the only thing they have. That's all they got. Anything. Let's move go on to, the to NFL. NFL. Yeah, there's a few good games. We're going to start with, we gotta start with Brown Steelers, though. We're definitely not as big of NFL fans as college football fans. No, but I did watch more NFL than college football this week. I, didn't I watch watched, I watched a good amount of NFL. Yeah, but um, I was pretty much hung over from the high state game this week, so <laughs> yeah. I pretty much just took a nap. Um, that Brown Steelers game, though, uh, the Brown Steelers game was that was a roller coaster. <clears throat> it was a roller coaster. I went out of town with my family, actually. Now that I think about it, for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. We we go we go to this we go to this the county fair where my family's from. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a lot of. Uh, hillbillies and stuff up there and they have like a big demo derby but it, it got rained out so we just were there for a few hours and then we left hmm. um anyway so i missed the browns game but i watched the replay so it's not a big deal crazy game though yeah dude big ben didn't look too great he had five turnovers he had three he interceptions and two fumbles two of those interceptions were from ohio state's truly though denzel, denzel ward. ward he looked so great. good dude no yeah it was it was awesome miles garrett looked good for the browns too he looks really good he was a monster um oh yeah josh gordon had that one really good touchdown yeah um yeah for sure uh he mossed the shit out of the cornerback from uh pittsburgh tyra i mean the thing though the thing that kind of messed it up for the browns though is tyra taylor had the worst um season opener he's had his whole career he missed which sucks. he missed 25 passes yeah he was that's 15 horrible. for 40 that's so bad he missed 25 passes and he only took like yeah through one so touchdown bad. and one interception but he but, rushed for 77 yards yeah true carlos hyde had 22 carries for 62 yards. That's like, that's like not very good. No, it's not. They're going to get better though. Big runs. Yeah. But they're rusty. Their, their offensive line wasn't too good, man. Cleveland. That's, that's like one of their bigger holes. I think. Oh yeah. Is not their yet. offensive line. If they got a really good offensive line, give Tyrod a little bit more time in the pocket to, to get to these receivers. And that's one of the reasons why he was struggling. And I mean, it's most quarterbacks, Look really bad on the Browns, you know. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he. I don't. Bob Wiley is a good is a good offensive lineman coach though, and he'll do all right for Cleveland. But yeah, if you don't have the talent though, it doesn't matter. Yeah, know? true. But um, and they had to replace uh, Joe or um, what's that? Joe Thomas. They had to replace Joe Thomas. Yeah, that sucks. You can never replace Joe Thomas. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, and then they didn't. They their their defense looks pretty good though. Yeah, the Browns um, defense with the looks, turnovers and yeah, it wasn't that bad. They didn't miss Kendricks that much. That's for sure. The dude that got cut for uh, insider trading. You heard about that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Kendricks, I think his name mm-hmm. was. Yeah. 
What an idiot. Dude, that was the most, you see on Twitter, it was like the most Browns way to end a losing streak is with a tie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't game, believe they tied, but I was kind of disappointed with their, with the Browns tight end, uh, David Njoku. He yeah. looked really good in the preseason and he didn't look so hot, but I mean, that's just because the quarterback wasn't performing, I guess. He had Maybe. three receptions for 13 yards. Jarvis Landry had seven receptions for 106 Sounds like he yards. just didn't give very many targets. He got seven the targets. The tight end did? Yeah, three for seven. Uh, but look at Jarvis Landry's targets, though. Seven for 15. I don't think Tyrod was throwing that well, man. I know, that's what I'm <laughs> According saying. According to these stats. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Tyrod, Tyrod, well, he looked especially bad in the first half. He actually looked a lot better in the second half. That that He was like, I think he was like nine of 27. So he didn't miss that much after that. Yeah. I, you know what I really he was like? He's had a really bad start. You know what I really like seeing? I like seeing Juju Smith-Schuster putting up better stats than Antonio Brown. Dude, I like Juju. I love Juju. I hate, I, don't get me wrong, I hate the Steelers, but the yeah. one player if I was a fan of, Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, he's great. Good guy. Um, five receptions for 119 yards. He had a 67-yard uh, reception. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, he went five for, he had eight targets, caught five. Antonio Brown had 16 targets, caught nine, but mm. only had 93 yards. He did have a touchdown though. Yeah. All right. Um. Tom Brady looked looks like Tom Brady. You know. Tom Brady did Tom Brady. Thing. I mean, it's, it, it still is surprising. I mean, you you really can't overstate something like Tom Brady or like LeBron James. Um, just their greatness that they're at the uh, with the amount of miles they have on their feet. But For sure. He looked good. It was a Tom Brady still looks like Tom Brady. People were wondering if Wins Age is going to take over, but. I mean, what he does, I guess, isn't you don't have to be that springy and young for you don't have to be a spring chicken to be a quarterback in the yeah, exactly. system. But at the same time, he doesn't have to put up such good stats either. It, 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 I don't know. Pretty cool. No, I feel you. Yeah, Tom Brady, he's going to have another good year, which is crazy because how old is he now? 40, like <laughs> 42, 41. Hell if I know. Yeah, who knows? He's old. He is 41. Uh, Just turned 41. Another game I was impressed with was the Rams and Oakland Raiders. What was impressive what were you impressed by? I was impressed by Jared Goff in the second half. He was slanging him. Was he good? He was slicing and dicing in the second half. What, what was the score of that one? He didn't throw an, I don't think he threw an incomplete pass in the second half. The first half was not what did you say? What, what was, was the, the score? Uh it was thirty three to thirteen. It oh, was yeah. tied Rams at thirteen good dude. It was tied at thirteen at halftime though. Oh yeah? It was tied so at So they didn't score again? No, it was tied at ten. No it was what? What does it say Oakland had? Oh, yeah, it was tied at 11. 10. What? Can you do math? Yeah, because I swore it was tied at halftime, but I guess uh, Oakland was up by three at halftime. Yeah, Oakland was up by three. Sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Math is hard. Yeah, I mean, actually, I'd give credit to the Rams defense, too. Dude, Rams Rams defense is the best defense in the league. Yeah. So they they looked real. I mean, they they brought on Akib Tlaib. Um who else do they have? They have Marcus Peters, who had a pick six. They have, um, gosh, who else do they have on their defense? They have a really talented defense. I don't know anything about them, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I like seeing them do well, though, because I they did so bad um, under Fisher as their head coach. A couple then, years ago, their first season, remember? When they, the first time season. Yeah. Was, what was ter- were they like seeing? They had Fisher as the head coach, and he was terrible. What were they before LA, though? San Diego? Chargers? What? Uh, the Rams, uh, yeah, the St. Rams, Louis, sorry. St. Louis Rams, St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis. That's weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
but they like, were horrible that first season. They went like 0 and 16, I think. Yeah, when they had Fisher, they they had a lot of talent, and their coach was terrible, and they lost. They won like two games, and then uh, the past two that the past sorry, two seasons, three yeah. years ago, their points per game was the worst in the NFL. The year after that, they had the number one points per game in the NFL. Wow, which is insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how a new coach can uh, affect you in the NFL. Yeah. But um, they were uh, it was it was pretty kind of slow first half um mm-hmm. they weren't giving the ball to todd Gurley as much in the first half and marshawn lynch was full beast mode he like carried the whole team into an end zone that touchdown i showed you was insane um but they started giving the ball to uh, todd Gurley, and uh he started showing out and then uh cooper cup the um the uh receiver for the los angeles rams did really good and so did i don't Bert. even know who the heck that is cooper cup yeah he uh he played for um a stupid team it was like washington state in college and then he came to the nfl and he's really good okay um and then brandon cooks i think he's going to be one of the best receivers in the league this year he's insane um that takes me to <clears throat> to one of the uh definite best receivers in the league this year who's that mike thomas mike thomas he had almost 200 yards in the saints game oh yeah we have we got scoregami we need a scoregami alarm scoregami so score is is the uh i didn't know about this the today. art of uh, like every score that's ever that could ever happen in an NFL game, and in uh, the Buccaneers just beat the Saints forty-eight to forty, which is an outrageous score in an NFL game. First of all, that's like a Big Twelve fo- college football game score. Yeah, you never see that in the NFL. And uh, yeah, they scored. It was forty-eight to forty. That's the first time that's ever happened. So it's a score is a score gami. It's called a score gami if it's never happened before. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick played really good in that game. Dude, the quarterback, backup quarterback play was crazy. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is on my fantasy team. Shout out Drew Brees. Drew Brees was only dropped eight passes and he had 45 attempts. Like he went for 440 yards, three touchdowns. Dude was so good. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah, he was really, he looked really good too. He had 420 yards almost, four touchdowns. Who's giving you a call? There's the daily. There's the weekly. There's the weekly. Who is it? It's my neighbor, Clayton. Nice. It's um, all right. We're gonna we're gonna talk to him later. But on. dude, I just can't believe that Drew Brees. If you would have said, "Hey, Drew Brees is gonna go thirty-seven to forty-five for four hundred thirty-nine yards, gets three touchdowns, no interceptions," I would have been like, "Okay, the New Orleans win, New Orleans wins by, you know, twenty. Yeah. No, they lost by eight. That's insane. I know. Ryan Fitz- better pass rushers, dude. They couldn't. The Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't that good of a quarterback. He's not gonna give you twenty-one and twenty-eight every week. He's not gonna be a seventy-five percent thrower this season. Yeah, exactly. He's not gonna get four hundred yards in another game this season. Ryan Fitzpatrick. If, yeah. That's a that's a hot take. No, I don't it's know. not. He looked really good <laughs> in this game. Yeah. You don't think he's going to do that again? Four hundred yards? No. Yeah. We'll see. Yep. I'll put five bucks on it right now. Five bucks. Deal. Yep. Um. They got good receivers, man. Who? OJ Howard, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Who? Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, they do have yeah they have good receivers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So do, so does the uh, Saints. Oh yeah, the Saints have solid. That's Kamara, why Thomas yeah, again. I think that's why both QBs put up 400 yards. Yeah, but they need to get better. They're slinging. <laughs> they need to get better at defense. Oh yeah, both of them. But that's what was surprising is the Saints. Neither of these teams really are good. known for their defense, though. The Saints. The Saints are not known for the defense this They're, year. They were known for their secondary last year. That was like the thing. That was their thing. They were in the playoffs last year. They barely lost to the Vikings. Oh, I mean their secondary. Yeah, their secondary was pretty good. Yeah, their D line wasn't. Yeah, they had a good defense last year. Saints Saints defense went undrafted in 97% of the leagues this year. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. That shows how much talent they have. 
They do have a lot of talent. <laughs> oh boy. I can't yeah, I just can't believe it. They didn't have any I don't think they had any interceptions or anything. They have Manti Teo. Mm-hmm. I wonder where his girlfriend is right now. I don't know. You remember when he had a fake girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> She's invisible. She doesn't exist. <laughs> they have Von Bell, Marshawn Lattimore. They have a lot of Ohio State players, though. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is like the Ohio State, the NFL. Yeah, Mike Thomas and Ted Ginn Jr. Ginn, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they got a lot of Ohio State players. I just can't believe that. When I saw 48 to 40, I was like, what is going on here, dude? That's crazy. That is, yeah, that's a high-scoring game. Um, you already talked about New England. Oh, Green Bay and Chicago. Oh, my God. Dude. Why? All right. Green Bay was down 20 to three in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They're down 20 to zero at one point. Yeah. They were down 20 to zero at one point. Came back, got a field goal. Well, Aaron Rodgers was injured for a little bit. Aaron Rodgers came back Listen to this. right on, before Chris bet money. Aaron Rodgers. No, right when he got hurt. I saw that the lines hadn't changed at all. And it was that the, um, it was that the, what are the teams again? It was it was uh it was um Bears and Packers. It was that the Bears were going to win by six and a half or more. Yeah, six and a half. So the line was minus six and a half. And I bet that right away because I was like, he's out the whole game. The way it looked, it looked like he barely could walk on his own. It was like he's done, he's done for this game. I, I thought even if he wasn't, that they wouldn't put him back as a precaution. And the Bears were already up. 17 at that point, I think. Yeah, and I was 17 like, and a half, 17 to nothing. Yeah. So, so I was like, like, there's no way. Yeah. I was like, there's no way this isn't going to happen. So I put 25 bucks on it. And uh, Tom Brady and came boy, back. And I mean, Tom, Aaron Rodgers came back. It's like, damn. Even better. It's like, damn, Tom Aaron Brady Rogers showed up. Like, what's up? <laughs> Dude, I can't believe it. I thought he was out. I, Aaron Rodgers came back and I knew it was over once dominated. He came back. Oh my God. He came back and had that. Oh, he had that one insane pass, like, dude. Dude, the one to uh, Cobb. Was it the Cobb? I don't know. The one that was a beautiful dime, that, that long. Mm-hmm, that was Cobb, yeah. Touchdown. It was easy. I was like, oh, no, wait. The winning one was uh, Randall Cobb. That long one was. Uh, I didn't think it was Cobb. I can't remember. I don't know who the guy is. I think it was time. Adams. Okay. Yeah, it was an amazing. It was an amazing touchdown. And, dude, he just came in throwing dimes, and Chicago didn't even know what to do. Dude, he's so Dude, Khalil good. Mack played really good, though, in the first half. He Deshaun Kaiser came in. Khalil Mack went through their offensive line, took the ball out of Deshaun Kaiser's hands, stood up, and ran away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I mean, he didn't get the touchdown, but it's all right because he had a pick six. Dude, he was so he looked so good. Dude, he had that insane first half. You know what's funny? John Gruden after the Oakland game was like, "Yeah, we just need a we need better pass rushing on the team." Like, bruh, on the Raiders, right? Yeah, you traded him away, yeah. Yeah. idiot. So anyway, Khalil Mack came wanna, in and they played didn't lights give him out. His money. Yeah, they didn't. I don't know, ah, idiots. So stupid, dude. Yeah, well, Chicago was smart picking that guy up. Yeah. Um, Cowboys suck. That's my last game I want to talk about is that the Cowboys suck. Cowboys, it's always a good Sunday when the Cowboys lose. <laughs> For a Giants fan. For, yeah. Well, yeah. I just, and I think, I think Cowboys are generally pretty, pretty hated. Pretty hated yeah. yeah so, right. I mean, just because it's America's team. Right. But, I mean, just it's like, like the, the Steelers. Thing with the Yankees and, yeah, yeah. Same thing with the Yankees. And if you're looking at, um, College football, everybody hates Michigan. Fuck Michigan. Just kidding. I feel like everyone hates Bama. Everybody hates Notre Dame. That's the most hated college football Bama was rated the most hated this year. Oh, well, yeah, because Bama's been so good for so long. Before Bama came in the picture, though, everybody hated Notre Dame. Yeah. Because they, like, refused to join a conference. Everybody just, they're the easiest to hate because they're in nobody's conference. Yeah. Um, That's true. But, dude, they look bad, dude. Yeah, who, Notre Dame? No, the Cowboys. 
Their oh, offensive yeah. line looked their offensive line looked like trash, which is what they used to be known for. This is gonna be this is gonna sound crazy because everybody knows that Jerry Jones loves Miles Garrett. But mm-hmm. if Miles Garrett doesn't do good this year, he's done Miles for Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's not Miles Garrett's not on this team. Miles Garrett's on the Browns. Not Miles Garrett. Um <sighs> oh, I'm Dak Prescott? No, the head coach for the Cowboys. Oh, um oh shoot. I can't think of his name either. What is his name? Why am I why am I I just watched a whole season? Wait, what's the owner's name again? Uh, uh, Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones. Oh my gosh! I can Why see his I, face. I'm dude. embarrassed his, looking this up. I Cowboys. Yeah, I see his face and his ugly little red hair and his stupid nose. I feel like Jason, it's Jason Garrett. Something. Jason, Jason Garrett. Garrett. Okay, you said Miles Garrett. I said That's, Miles Garrett. I knew. It was I knew Garrett. Jason and you knew Garrett. I knew it was <laughs> Garrett, so man. All right. Yeah, I just hate. I hate that guy. He's not a good coach. You don't think so? No, he's not. I think just the, he he came in. They had a really talented team. They did decent. And then somehow Jerry Jones loves that man so much. I don't know if it's like a um, like father son type of thing or like a like, a, thing? like a know. boyfriend thing. I don't know. But I mean, they, just weird. they have that one offensive lineman who's like out with an infection or whatever, Who? which is just unfortunate. An infection. The Cowboys. I didn't see that. I don't even know what it is. Mike was telling me. They about lost it. Jason Winton too. That's a hard loss. Yeah, but I mean, he was kind of old. He wasn't and they don't have they don't have Des Bryant. They don't have Des Bryant too. Yeah. He's washed up. But anyway. it wasn't that wasn't the main problem. The re- receiving wasn't that bad. The main problem was the offensive line. Dak, Dak Prescott was sacked six times. Oh my God. Are you and serious? Zeke only rushed for 69 yards. He only had 15 carries. They should have definitely rushed ran Zeke more because they didn't I don't know, because it was working. But yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know how I think Todd Gurley's gonna have a better year than um Zeke is this year. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Could I, happen. I, I just think true. that it's because Rams have a better offensive line yeah. and Cowboys coaching isn't as solid as the Rams right now. But um, Yeah, I thought this was going to be like a better year than last year for the Cowboys, but it's not yeah. looking like it. I think uh, Saquon Barkley is going to have a solid year. Did you see his performance? Mm-hmm. He did really yeah. good. He had a long touchdown, which was pretty cool. Um, Let's see. He had 18 carries for 106 yards and one touchdown for a for an NFL opener. He did way better. Lifetime he opener. did way better that against awesome. the uh, Jags than he did against the Buckeyes. Did he though? Yeah. Against- he only had forty yards against us. Well, but they had that kickoff return too. Yeah. Mm, that was a sweet kickoff return. Okay, but that as a crazy. running back, he only had forty. He Listen, only had 40 this is yards. back when I hated him. I have to love him now. Yeah, but I'm just saying he played better against. Them. I'm just saying that's impressive. He played really good. Against yeah, the Jags no, no, yeah. For against- his first game. Yeah, the Buckeyes did did put a nice halt to his halt to his talent. That's why you draft Buckeye defensive linemen. They're the, they are the best. Serena Williams beat what? What is her name? Osaka. Let me see. It's Osaka. Oh, that is her name. I was just wondering if there's an accent, Marcus. You said it like no. All right. So anyway, like that's not even the headline. First off, she lost in two straight sets to Osaka. Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka. So anyway, um, the uh, umpire called her out for cheating by getting signals from her head coach after the first set. I heard that was just. I've heard both both that it was justified and that it wasn't justified. Yeah, I have heard both. There's no way to really prove it. I mean, if the, if the coach scratches her nose and she looks at her coach scratching his nose, what what is? How's that? I read coaching? that you don't even have to look at your coach though. Why? Because if the coach is coaching, even you don't even have to be looking. If the coach is coaching, you still can get in trouble for it. Even if you're not really like, participating in it, yeah. Why? If you're not participating, then it's not coaching. I don't it's know, just but scratching sh- and, then, and giving. Signals. And then she got a penalty for smashing the racket, right? Yeah, because all right, so she got pissed because the umpire called her out for cheating and called her a cheater. So she then lost the um, the game after that, mm-hmm. and she smashed her she smashed her racket. Yep. And then she like from that point, she just kind of 
Yeah, and then she, she walked up to the, the umpire, yeah. started arguing, very like calling him a thief for taking away her point because she took away her point. And then uh, it was just the the officials from the booth had to come down and calm her down. And she did. She said, "If a man would have done, if a man would have uh, done this, she wouldn't have taken away." She lost another game. They they made her lose a game because yeah. that was her third thing. So like yeah. she she so she did she um got called for the the coaching or whatever and then yeah. she smashed a racket and then she argued with the ump and then the ump gave her a penalty or whatever and so then because of that combined that she lost a game because of that yeah whole thing yeah yeah so um anyway she ended up losing the set after that and lost the U.S. Open um it was it was pretty pretty big mess it was a national headline Djokovic stated that the umpire shouldn't have pushed pushed Serena Djokovic is the one is the male who won the Joker. Yeah. Oh, who um who retired after this U.S. Open? Somebody big. Mm-hmm. Was it Roger Federer? I don't. I, I don't didn't hear about that. Look that up while I talk about um the was Serena's it the US fine. Open? Yeah, U.S. Open. Just look up uh, U.S. Open retire. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, Serena got fined seventeen thousand for the incident. It was um oh Nadal. Yeah, Rafael Nadal retired. I thought when you said retired, I was thinking like retired their career. Yeah. He, no, he retired the game. Why do you retire the game? He like like he left the game. It's not the first time he's done it. He he was having knee issues, so his knees were like weren't doing well. Who uses that word to leave a game? That's the that's what it is in tennis. That, is, retire that, that tricked the shit out of me. <laughs> no, Nadal I thought, didn't I retire. thought dude retired. I'm like, damn, Nadal, man, that's a big name in the game. No, no. I, I don't know about I don't know about our listeners, but watching tennis is pretty fun. It actually is really exciting. It's it's like it doesn't sound something like something is exciting to watch, but it is no, exciting. It's really, it's I, I love watching tennis. action. It's really exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, They're really athletic. Yeah. Um, Djokovic had a really good game though that I watched. It was against a French guy, I think, and he. It was a really exciting game. It was like the ball was going everywhere. They were like chip shotting each other and stuff. It mm-hmm. was insane. So why did? But why did Serena? Why did this make national news? Um, because anytime in a big tournament you walk up to the ref and yell at him like that, it's and especially with Serena as like the biggest face in female tennis history. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be you know it's gonna be national news, but. Well, she so also, what were the headlines though? Like, just for people who might not know, like what it went was like the half outrage? and half. Some people were like, uh, "Serena cheats, gets caught," and then some of them were Serena oh, calls out ref for sexism um, because yeah, she was like, yelling like, "If a man would have done this, it wouldn't have been a big deal." Yeah, which she, is true, actually. Of yeah. Anyway, a, a lot of men have like. Anyway, uh, she got fined seventeen thousand for the incident, though. I think the big issue, issue people had was that everybody was saying like Serena Williams goes on vicious tantrum or out is super goes on like has outrage or whatever you know what i mean like the it was like either she yeah. freaked out and lost her shit or like she was completely justified in everything she did and did nothing yeah wrong. they it said was like profiling they said serena has a breakdown at, at u.s open mm-hmm. but then when a, when a when a when a player walks up to an umpire in baseball and argues with him it's like player argues with you know what i mean it's, it's not like, well and it's never a headline even yeah exactly and same thing with like lebron and the refs every game yeah exactly but my the way that i saw it though the first thing i saw was i wasn't surprised by it i thought it was a little silly that it was like so outraged and whatever but i feel like the same headlines are written for like Draymond that Green. that's weird with my dog <laughs> yeah that guy's re- sorry beef, my neighbor one of my neighbors just walked past he's real weird with my dog um but i think that uh i think draymond green w- when he does something similar 
and he he complains he's he claims that it's like wrong too you know but i don't think that that's like yeah i think this i honestly do think that she was being a little bit outrageous i think i think she was a little over the top especially from what i've read she i think she was a little over what i've read from what i've read that umpire is known to do that i guess he's done the same thing to to nadal before yeah he has so that's the one thing that i was like i don't know i don't know i understand why people would be weary of that and would assume that that if that's what's being caused and i think that that does happen i think that female athletes do face different pressures um and I, but because they're women and black women too um especially but i don't know i just i don't know if this was one of those instances and i just think it's it's one of those things i'm gonna be like, honest though um serena's been through a lot of stuff with the tennis association yeah. and she's treated like shit by them yeah she's drug tested more because of her masculinity, I think. Right. Um, no, I think I know. She's drug tested like probably like three times as much as any other tennis player is what mm-hmm. I read. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. She wore a black jumpsuit to one of the tennis matches. And the the head of the, of the tennis association or whatever you call it said she can't wear it anymore because he doesn't like it. Hmm. And so she wore in protest to the U.S. Open, she wore tutus. Which oh, yeah. Pretty, that's why I she was wearing that. those tutus. I thought that was pretty cool. I actually... I actually uh, tweeted and was like, Serena will come onto a tennis court and fuck shit up in a tutu. Right. But I didn't know she was protesting. So somebody's like, she's protesting because of the Black Panther suit. And I was like, oh. So anyway, um, she's just kind of treated by crap. So it was like crap. a buildup of things then? I think it was a buildup of things. And I think it's a lot of emotion was built up and she just kind of let it release there. Yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and I don't blame her, honestly. I don't think that people understand either. When you're... And I don't even know this, but I've just heard this from people that are professional athletes. So this is the kind of their word, um, like LeBron and other guys and other people. Yeah. Is the professionally competitive ath- athletes, professional athletes that are competing at the highest levels. It's, it's competition. You're like, you're, you're, you're everybody who's like a professional athlete. It's kind of crazy because they're all so obsessed with what they're doing. Like, especially if you're the best of the best, like Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, like Barry Bonds, people like that, like they are the the some of the greatest of all time. They are yeah. also some of the most competitive, and so it's they get hundred percent their life. It's they get their fired passion. Up. I just think it's so weird when people. I honestly find it weird when people attack athletes for for like kind of getting mad or getting frustrated or or like losing their shit or whatever. I do think it was a little. I don't. I I think it's justified to say that Serena Williams took away from that woman's win, um, Naomi's win or Naomi or whatever. I think it's justified to say that. I don't really get why everyone's like professionally competitive athlete gets too competitive, gets really mad when she loses. And it was silly that it seems like she was blaming everything else because she would have lost anyway. This this woman was kicking her ass. Like this chick is 20 years old yeah. and she was rocking it. I mean, she was rocking it. She looked really and, good. And now everybody's talking about that instead of this girl's win. I mean, she's she's going to end up being, she could end up being one of the best tennis players of all time. Yeah, I think she won two majors this year, honestly. I don't, yeah. I could be wrong um, I don't know. I don't think that this was something to be outraged about either way. Honestly, I think this is just like, yeah, athlete gets yeah. mad and sometimes the athletes get mad and they blame the refs. And that's so, I don't think that's a that big super of a deal. racist comic that came out too. I saw that. It was from Australia. It was an Australian newspaper. The artist mm-hmm. like drew her, like trying like stomping on a rack. And then like, for some reason, drew made her the like, un- really thick, made her lips really big, made her hair really like really big. And yeah, which I mean, it is part of a comic to over exaggerate things, but mm-hmm. then the, the, the other tennis player, what what did it for me is the other tennis player was white and had blonde hair and was like yeah look, and was like talking to the ref yeah, and the ref like was leaning down to the Osaka and was like yeah um just uh can you just let her win please mm-hmm. yeah it was it was just super racist 
That kind of pissed me off. But. I I think Okay, I guess this is just banter at this point, but I feel like it, calling it racially insensitive. I think you could make that argument, but I don't know if calling it like straight up racist, like the guy was trying to it was was intending to attack her blackness. I don't know. I don't know about that. Honestly. Who does? I don't know who the artist is. I He's think it was Australia. racially insensitive though. Yeah, I think I think you could argue that for sure. And I think that why Americans specifically are sensitive to that is because of all of the caricatures that were drawn of black people during the Jim Crow era and have continued to be drawn since then. Like a lot of people who are racist or who are pushing an, a racist agenda or who have something who are arguing with black people, they will use their yeah. they will accentuate those features, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um I it's it's just the same thing isn't really done the other way. Like there isn't really white features that you can whatever like accentuate in some kind of comic so you can't see it as offensive what is something that i guess you could if you drew like a white girl with like a giant forehead or something white girls do have big foreheads i can't honestly (laughs) can't think of like if you drew like a girl a woman say uh who's a who's a big like like maya moore of the nfl who's a who's a really famous white woman a really famous white woman celine dion what (laughs) i don't know who's a famous white woman Miley Cyrus. Are you uh, saying like athlete? No, just a famous white woman figure, like really famous right now. Really famous? Yeah. I guess Melania Trump. Yeah. No, she, but she's not like American white though. No, she's not. But imagine if there was like a famous white woman and when they were drawn, like they were, they were caught bitching to a fan about something or whatever. And people were like, oh, she freaks out on her fans, spits in the fan's face. And there's a comic that comes out of like, colorful nails and she looks really stupid and really ditzy and they like bleach blonde or hair or whatever. And people would be like, yeah, they're trying to make fun of her. They'd be offensive or whatever. But, um, especially when I'm talking too much about it, but when with Serena Williams, like when you're drawing a black woman and you like enhance their lips and you do all these things, like those are things that are known as particularly black traits. And those have consistently been used to attack and, and like to attack black women and black people. So I understand, I understand that this guy though, Please ignorance and he is Australian and he's like I was just drawing her having a temper tantrum so I drew her like a baby and it wasn't about race it was just about it was about that she made herself look goofy as ridiculous as what he wanted to portray because that was his opinion but yeah. I don't know all right I think I'm uh, I think I'm more uh, anti outrage than I used to be I I probably would have like wanted wanted it to be race like not wanted it to be race I feel like people kind of do want things to be racist though sometimes sometimes. I feel like we would be satisfied. Like, I think there people want to be angry about it. So they want to find people who are racist and blow it yeah. up. You know? Well, I mean, that's what racism watchdog on Twitter is for. Yeah. To find racists. Yeah. Which is nice. Though. That's fine for calling people out. I'm saying people want to be angry on per- about just to be angry. People are just generally, well, everybody does that. That's why people I, in America just generally want to be angry or offended. It's because they don't have health care. <laughs> yeah. In Canada, it. everybody's nice. It's because they're, the government cares for them. And they eat more syrup. And they, yeah, I mean, nothing makes anybody more happy than maple syrup. That's all we need to do. Um, so, in conclusion, I just think that uh, I think that the guy wasn't sensitive, and I think that these headlines are a little goofy. But I don't really think it's anything to be outraged about, honestly. Yeah, for sure. The guy okay. deleted all his social media accounts. Deleted all of his social media accounts. Yeah, because he's getting death threats. R.I.P. Dude. He's getting death threats, dude. That's what he gets for being a racist, <laughs> stupid son of a gun. Media. Media. Um, there wasn't, I didn't think there was any noteworthy music. Did you say there was something noteworthy? Nope. <laughs> Me either. So the only thing that came out, no, <laughs> wait, did a movie? No. no the, have you been seeing ads for The Nun? 
Oh my god! Looks, yeah. I think that looks dumb, dude. Any scary, movies any look scary movie nowadays. to me is just pretty dumb. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie. Like scary movies are just pretty corny. I haven't seen a scary movie that I'm like, damn, that is kind of freaky. Except for like Paranormal Activity one. People, Two, a lot of people thought that was like one of the worst horror movies. Because they didn't see it. I feel like because they didn't well, see it in theaters. I think Paranormal Activity like two through like twenty five, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> Her uh, first one was pretty good. That though. John Krasinski, you know, from The Office, ben, uh, Jim from the office yeah, yeah. A horror movie this summer oh yeah the uh silence si- silence si- something about silence yeah it was like a deaf they were like a deaf family no hmm? nope no yeah i, I thought i don't it- want to spoil the movie but they, did you see the movie no oh no they weren't deaf at all they weren't deaf no i thought they said something about his family being deaf no oh. they just couldn't <laughs> they couldn't talk because if they talked they would get killed oh because the things that were invading this isn't any spoilers this is just like the beginning of the movie just spoil it who cares it's It's been out for a long while now. yeah i guess if you haven't seen it you're an idiot yeah you haven't i'm not spoiling it but i'm just saying if if they made a noise the the creatures that like took over earth or whatever i know there's not too much background they can't see they're they're blind so they only they Mm. have like sonic oh see maybe that's what i thought it was right there you thought you heard the monsters are blind means the characters i thought the i thought the family was deaf but it turns out that the that was a good horror movie oh get out was good but i don't think get out <sighs> yeah get, i guess get out was a horror movie it's like kind of a thriller it's a different kind of a, hor- a horror yeah it was more of like a thriller but yeah, it was not a jump scare but like, that the, was a really good movie though yeah it's a good movie and that and that um what's his name uh uh peel keenan hmm? keenan keenan peel no the director who directed get out it was the guy from Key and Peele. It was Peele. It was what's Jordan. This? Jordan. Jordan Peele. Peele. I yeah. couldn't think of it. I couldn't <laughs> You're think like Keenan. I was like, uh, I, that's the name of the show, Key and Peele. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, nah. <laughs> Jordan Peele. Uh, Jordan Peele, really good, really good director, and he has that movie out uh, called Black Klansman right now. Oh, I gotta see. I that. haven't seen that yet, dude. It looks that. so good. We should definitely see that. Looks but really good. I don't know why we're talking about scary movies, just because of the nuns. Coming it's media. Out. That's what we talk oh, I guess about. So. But the Spider-Man what? game. For the PS4, what? just came out. Yeah, that's. I heard that was crazy, dude. Chris has been, been playing nonstop. Not really. I play like an hour a day. I get I get video game fatigue, dude. I can't play games for that long anymore. Not really. My brother already beat the game and like got all the achievements. It came out Thursday night. Yeah, my, my brother. That's it's what Tuesday. Yeah, he took like two days off of work just to play that game. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I, I can't. I don't have the endurance. I can't focus on something that long. I'm a millennial. You're a what? Millennial. Hmm. Like millennials have shorter attention spans because we just scroll on social media. That's yeah. why you can't listen to me for more than five seconds. I'm listening to you right now. Yeah. You're in, I'm stuck listening to you for an hour a week. That's enough. I guess so. All right. Um. But no, no, no. I want to talk about the game. See? You can't listen. <sighs> All right. Yeah. We're done with the game now. Chris, oh, Chris, come on, Chris take the title. No, talk about the game. Talk about it. Dude, it's really good. If you if you don't have a PS4, I'm sorry. You I kinda, suck. Yeah. Um, I don't have a PS4 though, so. You should come to my house and play it. But it's really good, dude. Oh, Spider-Man's been making games. Like, they've been making Spider-Man games for the past, like, 10 years, and they've all been bad, since, like, except for, like, back to Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2. Mm. That was the last, like, good Spider-Man game, according to, like, the fans. But this one's so good, dude. Manhattan is huge. It's almost all of Manhattan. It's, like, half scale, but it's still incredibly huge. Like, it takes forever to walk across. It's web across. It's got all the buildings. All It's got Times Square and um, Central Park and all that crap. That's awesome. Like, if you, like more than likely if you live in manhattan you can find your house in that game last time i last time i played a spider-man game was spider-man for the playstation 2 you remember that game yeah swinging around it was yeah. awesome you couldn't go on the ground though 
Really? You just had to swing around. Yeah, you're, I, I, actually, I only played only. Spider-Man 2. I never played Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 2 was good too, though. That's what I, I said that a minute ago. So that was the last good Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. see, that was a good one too. Are you going around fighting thieves and stuff on the ground? Yeah. yeah. But throwing no, cars. Dude, the, the fighting mechanics in this game are so good. And the story is really weird. So I don't yeah. know how much you know about Spider-Man. And there's picture mode. Yeah, there's photo mode. I haven't actually even done that. The only thing I know about Spider-Man is Peter Parker. You never saw any movies or anything when you were younger? I don't want to see another movie that didn't have what's-his-name in it. Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire. Did you ever see those? Oh, the Tobey Maguire movies? Yeah, Yeah, I saw all of them. Oh, so you know that. You know about, like, his Uncle Ben dies and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, oh, of course. So the normal Spider-Man stories are, like, Uncle Ben dies, he lives with Aunt May, he gets with, he, like, has a crush on MJ, he gets his powers, he, whatever, starts becoming a hero, he's really quirky, all that stuff. Yeah. This game, and that's what every game has done. Every game has done that same thing. Yeah. But this game starts like eight years after he gets his powers. He's like graduated college. Um, I don't want to give too much of the story away, but it's really good. Um, It's really cool take on Peter Parker and like the future. It's like a different take on Spider-Man than I've seen before. Uh, And it's really cool to see him as like a grown adult. And it's it's just so much fun too. So exciting. Yeah. You're making noises because you can't listen. I'm listening to you. What are you you talking about? My lips are chapped. All right, man. I was just smacking my lips. No, dude, Come but on, it's man. really good. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson is like the, he was like the chief of the Daily Bugle back in the old movies and he hates Spider-Man and is always trying to find dirt against him. Is he in that game? Yeah, he's in the game, oh, but great. he's not working for the Daily Bugle anymore. He has a podcast and he just, like the podcast comes on while you're playing the game and he's just talking shit about Spider-Man. He's like, he has a podcast? Yeah. What an idiot. I know. Who, who has podcasts? <laughs> but it's actually, like a dude, it's actually really funny. He like, just, he's like, talk shit about like, Spider-Man just saved six children. Spider-Man just saved... How does he even talk? He's like, Spider-Man yeah, just saved like six children. Yeah. Um, it's really funny. But I mean, he'll, he'll turn it into something bad, like, you're going to go against God's work or some something bullshit. Like, he's like he's the like Alex the Jones. Info Wars. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, info Wars. Just I said that on Twitter. They're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> no, dude. Spider-Man's so turning the frogs gay. I took down, like, the biggest mobster in Manhattan, and he's like, oh, well, the, now a new mobster's just going to replace him. Like, is that a, okay? Is that a bad thing? I took down a mobster. Like, stop, man. Dang, you can't do anything. So, now let's move on to Asshole of the Week. So, yeah. This is the best segment. I'm going to go first because mine's related to the Spider-Man game. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Um, How? Well, there's this dude. He reached out to the developers, of, uh, the the guy, the people who made the game are Insomniac. So, he reached out to the developers at Insomniac uh, and asked if they would put in an Easter egg. And do you know what that is? Yeah, just like a little little thing, little in the thing. Game. Yeah, 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 little thing in a game that's a like, like surprise not thing, like yeah, like not, oh, if you jump on this box in this world, then something disappears or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they asked him to put in a Easter egg. Back this was back in like May. And asked him to put an Easter egg in, and that said, "Maddie, will you marry me?" Somewhere in the game because he wanted to, that's how he wanted to. I don't know, propose. I guess. Oh, that's weird. It was kind of weird, yeah. Um, so they did it. So they put it in the game and uh i keep getting texts dude i can't do this anymore i quit who's texting you don't even worry. call them out right now anyway you really are is it a secret who you so texting? They actually did do it okay <laughs> all right so they actually put it into the game and then so uh the game comes out and they're like hey it's in the game it, it, it's actually on like a movie theater where it like shows the titles of the movies right Okay. So it's like instead of a title of the movie, it just says "Maddie, will you marry me?" Well, it turns out we hear back from the guy. He's like, "Hey, I saw you guys put it back, in, uh, put this in the game. I really appreciate it." But uh, when she found out that I was going to do this, she told me that she didn't want to be proposed to that way, and and now she's 
dating my brother. <laughs> so instead of having a fiance, is that a true story? Yes, it's a true story. He was like has a video <clears throat> on YouTube crying and everything. Oh my god! So she's she now left my him. Brother. They put it in a video game. That's kind of. I mean, that's kind of cool. The fact that they actually did it, though. I feel like that'd be weird if like you're just sitting on the couch with your girlfriend. She's eating like cheddar popcorn, and she you like pull up to the movie theater. And you're like, <laughs> you go to the movie theater and it says, Maddie, will you marry me? And he's like, look. That's a weird way to propose. She'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, like why? But to leave and go be with his brother, it was kind of sweet. The guy seemed like a nice guy, you know? His room, but he filmed the video and his room and his room's covered in Marvel stuff. Like his bed has like Spider-Man blankets and he's like 20 years old. Okay, man. at that point, you gotta, yeah. you gotta pause and look. I, I but know, dating his brother, you see, he was whole, it's wholesome. He was like, oh, put it in the So who's the asshole in this situation? The girl? The girl. Oh, yeah. He was trying to do something nice and sweet, and he got it in the game. The developers were nice, <laughs> and uh, it's all—it's the worst Easter egg ever. Now it's the saddest Easter egg that's ever. You go? Did video. you go and find it? Did I find what? The Easter egg. Oh no, I, I haven't looked yet. I just saw the story. Go look, dude. That'd be a, yeah. I that'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, go try and find. They're it. actually gonna uh, change it in the next patch of the game. Change it to. Uh, we know nothing. Email. Oh, that'd be awesome. Email. Hey, put it. That's we just a straight up advertisement. That's not even an Easter egg. Yeah, that's a that's that's an Easter egg. Um. Yeah, that was so sad. Poor kid, poor guy. That is super sad. Now, now, not I only hate when my girlfriends engaged. leave me so for my brother. Yeah. <laughs> um. Not only is it in the game, like every time he swings by that, he's gonna start crying. <laughs> it's gonna be like, Maddie, he's what like, you made me? <laughs> oh. oh God damn it! <laughs> oh. <laughs> what if they change it to like, Maddie, you a fucking hoe or something like that? <laughs> Maddie, you're a whore. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, all right, time for my asshole of the week. Yeah, dude, this one is the truth. This is all right. The kids are yelling. The neighbor kids are yelling. Why do I even open my windows anymore? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Anyway, all right. My asshole of the week is Dallas police officer Amber Geiger. I knew it was gonna be this one. Off duty uses a key to try to swipe into the wrong apartment. Trying to go into her apartment, so she's trying to get into the wrong guy's apartment. Wait, 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 wait. She's off duty. She's trying to get back to her apartment. Yeah. And she goes into the she wrong go, one. She tries to get into the wrong one. So the this Botham Jean, Botham Shem Jean is the guy, is the guy who opened the door to see what the hell was going on. Somebody's obviously trying to swipe into his apartment. And uh, <clears throat> the off duty cop pulls out a gun and shoots him. Right there? Right there. Because she thought that he was in her apartment. Did she kill him? Yeah, he died. Oh my God. He was 26 years old. He was an accountant. He graduated from Harding University. Oh my Graduate god. in 2016 with a degree in accounting and management information systems from oh Harding University. God, he was currently working for an accounting firm in Dallas, Texas. He volunteered a lot of time for his church. Um and yeah, he died from that. And she got arrested the next evening for manslaughter charges, but it looks like they're trying to push for her to get murder charges. She's yeah. probably going to get second degree murder. Yeah. Because I mean, she should yeah, she should. She's trying to get into the wrong apartment. It's not even manslaughter when you pull out a gun and shoot somebody in their own apartment. Oh, my God. So that's that. That's probably the most serious asshole of the week that I've ever had. That's Because that, she is a big asshole for that. At least she didn't then go marry the guy's brother. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is true. So maybe she's just kind of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, no, big asshole. Uh, that's crazy, dude. That's yeah, so, dude. So, super that's sad. sad. I feel, yeah. That's super sad. Um, and speaking of deaths, Mac Miller died. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Who's the bigger asshole? Uh, I mean, yours literally murdered somebody. 
<laughs> so, dude, you got to compete more with this dude, asshole of the week thing, man. Okay, my asshole of the week next week is Hitler. I win. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Hitler didn't do anything last week. Or I, I would assume he's not going to do you anything this week. You don't know that. I don't know. He might not do anything this week. Him and Bin Laden are uh, on an island somewhere. Playing on something right now. Um, yeah, Mac Miller passed Where away. Where is Hitler's body? Uh, he shot himself in a bunker. I'm sure that they took nah, it. Nah, he took a pill and killed himself. I thought he shot over himself. No, nah, he committed suicide, but I think it was by pill. I think you're wrong. I think I'm not wrong because I think I know he had his doctor create the pill for him to commit suicide. But he like everyone else that was in the bunker with him died too. Well, yeah, that's probably because they all took the pill. They just cut it up into eight different pieces. No, no, it's not a goddamn <laughs> perk. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he took cyanide. Yeah, I think I think they all took cyanide. World War II is probably my favorite history subject though. So that's probably. Mm. Don't debate me, boy. He died by a self-inflicted gunshot while biting down on a cyanide capsule. We both win. <gasps> what? How did this happen? What the heck? We both <laughs> so just he, won no, that he, debate. No he, no, he killed himself with a gun. No, he hadn't, no, he hadn't died of the cyanide. He how do you even, not? How do you know that yet? Did the autopsy show that he he died from the cyanide and then shot himself? Is what you're going to try to argue? I'm saying, what if he shot himself, sat there and suffered, and then the cyanide finished him off? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we don't. We will never know how Hitler died. Actually, wait, no. Oh, it says accounts differ as to the cause of his death. One version stated he died of poison only, and another view claimed he died by gunshot while biting down on a capsule. Hmm. Now maybe somebody. Now maybe he committed suicide, and somebody walked in and saw Hitler and like was like, ah, shot him real fast. I was like, oh, never mind. He's already dead. I wonder. I don't know what actually. Mac Miller. Who died of an overdose this past week. September 7th. I don't know. Uh, I don't know much about what happened. I don't know much about Mac Miller. I guess they just like... found his body September 7th. Uh, TMZ was the first to report it. Was it in his home? It was in his home. It was a drug overdose, but the autopsy has not been released yet. So no one really ever knows, but I'm sure, sure it was an overdose. Most of the time. That's true. Um, he dropped an album August 3rd and then dropped dead September 7th, which is crazy. I don't know why I worded it that way. <laughs> yeah. He's dropping bombs out here, man. <laughs> no, no, that album was like a that was like an emotional very good album. album. Was no, that like an emotional album? It's pretty emotional. I mean, he had some. I mean, it was definitely not like uh, that Donald Trump song he had. Right, it was like bah, bah, bah. it was like rapping and stuff. Well, but I didn't hear that. I'm not gonna repeat that. I don't know <laughs> okay. why I did that. Sorry. I don't know. Uh, anyway, very sad. I was pretty sad about this man. Yeah. He was a really cool guy, and he did a lot for a lot of rappers in the game. Like bringing them in, doing tours with them yeah. and stuff, so that way they could get their name out there. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, you got people like uh, Donald Glover, uh, Chance the Rapper, uh, ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky. There's a lot of rappers out there that probably wouldn't be where they are today because of Mac. He went, they so. went on tour with him or something yeah, like they, that. Yeah, uh, they were like they opened for him or yeah. like he introduced him to like Hold managers on. and stuff. So Hold on a second. I just want everyone to listen to these geese for a second. Can they hear that? Yeah. They can hear the geese? Probably. The Canadians are here, everyone. My my dog Everyone's ran- talking about immigrants. Nobody cares about the geese. Yeah, nobody cares about the Canadian geese. They, they literally just fly shit over- in your yard. Yeah, they fly over the border to if do it. If an immigrant shit in your yard, you'd call Trump right away. With these geese shit everywhere, no one bats an eye. They've made- yeah. brainwashed us. White people would be pissed if if Mexicans were coming in their yard and shitting. But these geese do it. And they're yeah. from Canada. They don't have passports. I've asked them. Yeah. 
They come and shit in your yard, and then they go back over to their home and have free health care. And they honk. Idiots. They just and they just and honk. honk. Like, let's go honk I get mad shit. when somebody honks at me while I'm driving. Yeah. Dude, speaking of honking while driving, you know what's funny, bro? Whenever I ride in a, uh, in a car with my sister... How do we get here? Okay. Whenever she rides... A, whenever... <laughs> She she's completely wrong Which about sister? Which sister? Caitlin. Okay. She's completely wrong about something. What she did. And she's yelling at the other driver for them so doing she something like cut wrong. Cut him off, and she's like, "What are you Dude, doing?" Dude, we're driving down a two way road, right? Okay. Pretty tight two way road, though. You know how some of them are like that down in like Grandview and stuff. Yeah. We're driving. She's like, "It's a one way. It's a one way." She rolls down the window. She's like, "It's a one way." And the lady's like, "No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a one way." My sister's like flailing her arms and flipping her off. And I'm like, "Yeah, Caitlin, this is not a one way." What'd she say? She's like, oh, well, I thought it was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we were driving in the parking garage uh, yesterday, <laughs> and, uh, like, the the cars coming up from the ramp have the right-of-way, and you, if you're driving past the ramp, mm-hmm. then you have to stop. There's a stop sign. Okay. So, this lady comes up, and Caitlin slows down, and is, like, flailing her arms at her, like, what are you doing? And then con- Caitlin continues to drive, and the lady starts to drive again, and then, com- like, stops again, and is mm-hmm. like, what the hell? And Caitlin's like, you have to stop for me! And I'm like, uh, that, there's a stop sign there. Nah, she doesn't have to stop. So it's just funny. It's funny because I can't imagine what it's like when I'm not in the car. <laughs> That's happened to, I don't ride in the car with her Dude, much. Dude, I don't either. get road rage. I don't, I don't, people will even like, I think I'm, up cut me off and I'll just be like, oh, I'm, I'm different from the rest of the family. I don't get road rage either. Yeah, if, I I, even, if I, if I cut somebody off, yeah. I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I don't get mad at them. The only thing I really get that mad at, it's probably you. You're probably the only thing that pisses me off. Like pretty regularly. What? Yeah. How do I piss you off? What do you mean? How do you piss me off? Explain. You know how you piss me off. You just piss me off. You're just Drew. Every day I'll send him a text and it's a mystery text. Yeah. He just pointed this out today. It, 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 I'll, every day. About 2 o'clock or one thirty, if he has to work. I'll get a text that says, bro. And I always have to say, what? And it's <laughs> always going to be like, I always think it's going to be like, because sometimes he'll text me and be like, bro. And I'm like, well, if it's bro in all caps. It's like Donald Trump got impeached or some news like that. Well, Mac Miller died. Like, I text you bro yeah. in all caps. Yeah. But if it's like bro, just like capital B, lowercase R-O, it's usually like, oh, I was just at Kroger and, you know, they were like, there was a thing with three bananas. You never see that. <laughs> wow, dude. That thanks, dude. Or the, I just hate the, cl- it's always a cliffhanger or you'll be like, what did I do today? Didn't I do something this morning or not? Uh, you just said, let's go to North Carolina. And oh, I so like, let's go to North Carolina. And I was like, Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, there's, there's a lot of water that's going to be coming inland there. Yeah, hold so on. So we could have a nice swim. I don't know how we got so sidetracked from this. Holy shit. What the fuck was that? Oh. <laughs> the window open has just been the worst idea. Yeah, I know. Had. So we just broke a lot of glass out there. Anyway. Um, yeah, dude, the Mac Miller thing was sad. Like, Very sad. More than just reacting to his death, though. Like, There's only so much you can say about that. Yeah, it's sad, you know. But other than that, I just am realizing. So with the Mac Miller thing... Uh, XXX Tentacion, Demi Lovato overdosing but not dying, obviously. Um, yeah, she got closer. Yeah. Those situations, dude, I've just realized, man, like people are really inhumane about stuff and they really don't even give it any time before they, they give their critiques. It's like, and it's really weird because it's really inconsistent. Like with, with X, everybody, like some people were like, he he was a woman beater or he, he you know, abused that, um, he was a homophobe and he like attacked that gay person in prison for being gay. And, basically like so what he got murdered like there was no injustice to the murder and that was really weird and i was like okay i get that i don't think people should like necessarily have to glorify him but like if they really liked his art and their art was impactful for them then like i don't know that's cool 
And then the same thing happened when, when Demi Lovato overdosed, those same people who were like, 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 were like, don't say anything good about X. Trying to be social justice warriors. Yeah. They were like, Oh, don't attack Demi. She's just a human. She goes through stuff. Everyone goes through stuff. It's like he, like like, uh, X, X didn't even die from his own thing. He got shot and killed during a robbery. Yeah. Like she almost killed herself on accident. Like that's, and she has like a big audience and she was really influencing a lot of people. And, and this is like, as a big public figure, you can't be perfect, but this is a, that was problematic. And then with Mac Miller, those, the people who were like, and then there were a lot of people who were also like, Demi is so stupid. I can't believe she did that. You know? And then when Mac Miller died, I was like, God, this is so sad. I don't, what do you, what do you, yeah. I don't understand. People don't, it's just like, you're obviously just haven't changing your position for whatever yeah. is convenient. Yeah. Whatever, like they support, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's easy to like diss somebody who, who passed away like Demi Lovato. If you support Mac Miller, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. you're obviously not into this. It's not the same music, but yeah, but I don't, I thought <clears throat> all of it's sad. It's I think, all sad. I think the, I think the sad part about the Mac Miller death was all, a lot of the headlines were like Ariana's ex girl, ex boyfriend dies from overdose. Like, yeah. Ah, Mac Miller was something big before Ariani was even on Nickelodeon. Right. So I think that was kind of, that kind of sucks that that overshined his death. And then also with another, on the other end of the spectrum, people commenting on Ariana Grande's like Instagram posts mm-hmm. saying, this is your fault, blah, blah, blah. I like, feel come like, on now. But can't, it's what just, was she trolls, man. Yeah, no, people are just shitty on the online. But it's not even that many people. I, it just annoyed me because it was like everybody was every viral tweet from that day was like, don't blame Ariana for this. And it's like, I don't even know anybody that was blaming Ariana. I didn't see it on my timeline. You know, I only saw the screenshots from, I'm not saying it wasn't happening, but it's like, this wasn't like people acted like they're banding against some big opinion. Yeah. It wasn't barely anybody said that. They'll overblow things. I mean, there's people who are assholes Mm -hmm. and then there's people who are trolls, but those people, yeah, they were just trolling. Like you just can't let that stuff get to you. Yeah, true. But I it's, mean, I get it's horrible. The, they can't say that, they, but you can't stop them from doing it. So, yeah. I troll a lot. I'm just on Facebook, though. Yeah. But dude, if like you know, when when my, when my friend Kobe passed away, like if I was famous and people knew about that, there would be people saying something ignorant about it. Oh know? yeah, for sure. That's just how it is. Um, and I would have to know that, you know, I'd have to understand that. I, I, she hasn't said anything yet, has she, Ariana? She broke her silence yesterday. I didn't see what she said. I didn't though. see what she said either. I think she said she was like devastated, just like a pretty basic message, but yeah. She said she like couldn't. She still couldn't believe he's gone. I think that's a good point, though. I think that it was strong of her to leave. You know, when when things were yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, she said she did her best to like uh, fix the relationship, and it was just a toxic relationship. And she so, had to leave. So and she left. Some people don't. Some people aren't in the position or don't have the strength, maybe to you know to I mean, leave those situations. I mean, dude, if I left a toxic relationship and the person ended up dying, like, yeah, I'd feel terrible. But like, would I blame myself? No. Yeah, you shouldn't. You, you might. Shouldn't. You might feel. I bad mean, yeah, for it, you but, might. Like, you as a human emotion, the you responsibility might blame yourself, of someone else's life is on themselves. You know, like, I don't know. It's just it's. There have been. I've had two girlfriends now that I was afraid to break up with because I was afraid of not only what they were do to themselves or the way that they would go forward or see themselves, but also the way that they would like talk about me and like look at me going forward just because I was making the decision to leave them because yeah, of sure. how toxic they were. But at some point, yeah, I mean, obviously I went through a toxic relationship too, but at some yeah. point, I mean, I didn't want to hurt that person. So I stayed with that person way past, but then, way the, past than what I should have. Yeah. But like at some point, at, at one point for everybody, it's going to click that you got to do something for yourself, yeah. you know? So I think Ariana just did something for herself there. And, and I've had friends that I have, I have friends now that are in relationships and they're not really happy with their partners you know? Yeah. And 
like with my friend Kobe, he was with his girlfriend and she like was really like depressed and suicidal for a, a while there. And he should have left. And we tried to tell him like, he's like, dude, if I leave, what if she does something to herself? It's like, you're not saving her life. You know, like it, you're, it's not your responsibility. You can't put the, the responsibility of someone else living or not on you. That's not yeah. fair for them to do that. Like when I got to my lowest point, I never blamed anybody else. If I would have ever done anything, I wouldn't have ever blamed anybody else. And it wouldn't have been anybody's fault because that was my, it would have been my choice. Yeah. Um, people can cause pain, but the way that you deal with that pain and the way that you grow from that stuff, the way people hurt you is how, what makes you a person, you know? Shitty people that will use, use that emotional tactic against relationships too. Like, well, if you break up, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. It's that's, abuse. That's terrible. That's, that is emotional abuse by yeah. far. Um, it's the same thing as like when you're a little kid, you're like, I'm going to run away if you, if I get grounded, it's like a childish thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's like, you don't mean that. you're just trying to like win the argument and so yeah, exactly. trying to get them to back down from what they're saying or doing. And if you would end your life because someone else won't give themselves to you while they, which may, while making themselves unhappy, then you're really selfish. You yeah, know what I mean? Do you, like, like, how much do you mean to yourself if, yeah. if your existence is based on somebody else? And that's why, if you relationship advice with Christian Drew, but that's why if you do someone, yeah, well, you have to serious. Yeah, you have to know that they're secure in themselves. You know, you have to know that they can take care of themselves and that they love themselves. And people who are drug abusers and people who who um, are abuse themselves mentally and have you know pessimistic mindsets, they they don't love themselves and they don't know yeah. how to love themselves and they're gonna they're it's gonna super bring hard you down. To, it's super hard to stay with somebody who doesn't love themselves. Yeah, dude, my That's last like relationship, my last relationship, I was with someone and she just couldn't take care of herself and like was was never really, wasn't really doing well. I wasn't doing as well either, but I needed to get stronger and I had to leave. But they'll be like that for so long and then you you get so used to it that, that at some point you just you you think it's your fault that they feel like that. Yeah, but that's true. just how they are. They, and they kind of put that on <clears> you. Yeah, they put so it on who, you too. People People who, you know, do you know certain types of people who are like always going through something? Yeah, yeah. Like people whose lives are always just bad. No yeah, matter yeah. What, No matter what, you know? Yeah, exactly. There was they a say time it's an emotional roller coaster, but they're always on the bottom of the roller coaster. Yeah. So, uh, and maybe some people really do just have that bad of life, but not most of these people don't. Yeah. They're just, they just are fatalistic. They just view, like, they just view, like, everything. If you, if your life is always bad and you're always saying it's bad because of this and it's bad because of this, like, I've had a lot of bad happen to me, especially recently. And I am living my best life, um, you know, only yeah. months later, you know, yeah, exactly. it only took me like six or seven weeks to fully recover from some of the most traumatic things I've ever had to go through. Not that everyone has to do that or that I'm trying to say that I'm strong or whatever, but I'm just saying I, I didn't blame that situation for why, I, who I was or the decisions I was making. I didn't start drinking all the time, you know, and saying yeah. like, Oh, I'm, I, I can drink whatever I want because I just lost a friend or because of this or that, you know, but you just can't do that. You can't bring other people down. If I was like, Drew's making me unhappy. You know? Gosh, he'd probably be right though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should start using that one. Honestly, yeah, he'd probably be right about that one. Yeah. Go to my counselor appointment. She's like, "Is Drew still doing it?" Oh, yeah, really? No. Oh God, I wouldn't be. No, surprised there were a few though. weeks there. She's like, "You need to tell him that you to quit hanging out late at night." I'm like, "I know, I can't do it." <laughs> and then one, all right. So he goes to counseling, right? And he was like, "Hey, bro, my counselor said that I got to stop hanging out late at night." And I was like, "Oh, damn, that's crazy." <laughs> and then we hung out late at night for like t- three weeks after that. And then he was like, no, seriously. And I was like, oh, wait, for real? Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when we stopped hanging out late at night. Dude, I and got now it. your sleep schedule is what? How's that going? so good, dude. So I slept going great? like 10.30 to 7.30 last night. Mm. Yeah. He's, he, yeah you've, you've, you, his sleeping patterns have gone through a, in college. Oh, dude. Gone through a lot. Everyone's sleep goes through it in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for mine sure. Mine is so bad. Yeah. My sleep pattern is terrible right now. Anyway. But that, uh, that's besides the fact. We're not going to talk about sleep patterns. Too. You should huh? probably try consistent hours for your 
what, what did circadian? you call it? Circadian Cic- instead of circadian. Circadian rhythm. Circadian. No, wait. It's not circadian? Circadian. Oh, I thought it was circadian. That's no, the bug. that's a bug. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. a bug. Yep. Circadia. Cicadas. I just thought that's what it was named after. <laughs> the bugs that come once every like seven years? Well, they have a pattern of how they make that, that wait, wait, noise. Wait, wait, Cicadas? How often were you told that they come? Okay. I'm going to say this and you're going to listen. Cicadas come every year. All right. Okay. Every seven years. I was told every four years, but I guess some people were told every 14 years, 14 years. Some people were told that some people think that's well, every, true. I guess every 14 years, there is a ton of them, dude, yeah. like a ridiculous like amount. A, like a, like and that was supposed to be this like year, but I didn't, amount. I didn't hear it. I, I mean, I heard them, year. but I didn't see them. I don't think, I mean, oh, you don't think so. Well, yeah. So what, what, what are you saying? Every year they come, but like every, there's a certain amount of years that there's a lot of them. But every year you hear them in Ohio. Mm-hmm. But how are we? Why are we talking about cicadas right now? Oh, on oh yeah, let's talk about that. That's so, a good yeah, story. Teacher, this teacher at Bradley, she's an English teacher. She this made national teacher. news, by the way. Uh, yeah, like Barstool Sports covered it. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of national news. I mean, yeah, national, media. national media. Yeah. This woman gave gave out a morals test to her students. Uh, Was it a woman or a man? A woman. I've heard both, but all right, all right. Actually, I don't. I'm not I mean, sure. I'm sure you know better, but um, I just I'm just now learning too that like a lot of these students are disabled students. Really, like, have learning disabilities. Yeah. So she was she gave them a morality test, and I don't know why she gave them a morality test. Um, See if they got good morals. See what she's working with. So the questions were like, what was I'll, one of the I'll questions give, about incest? Oh, question about incest. If a if a brother and sister, if the brother has a condom and the sister is on the pill, and they decide to have sex just once to see what it's like, is that okay? Was and you it had really to, like that? Yeah, and you had to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It was like a scale of one to five. A scale. Of, it was a scale of one to ten, but like the highest one was a thumbs right. up, and then the yeah. lowest one was a thumbs down. And then it was like. And then there was another one that was like, if you have five dogs, but you can only oh, have three of them, do you kill the other two? Or <laughs> if Sally has ten dogs, and she adopts out eight of them. Is it okay for her to kill the other two because she couldn't find a home for him? Like, what the fuck? So they put this, right? So somebody put this in the Hilliard page, Hilliard in the know. No, Facebook. Cassie said that she thinks this is where it actually did start. It this is where page. it started. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody posted it in the Hilliard people in the know page. Like, my daughter is taking this test at school. And so what all, is going to do, though? All she, these Hilliard it, parents were freaking out. What if, did her daughter come home like, Mom, where's, where's Tommy? I just need to go. I'm on the pill, and he questions. has a condom. So why not? You know, that, yeah. I, I, I can see why it's, it's problematic. It's inappropriate. Very inappropriate. The reason why it's problematic is because you would, if I was a teacher, I wouldn't do it because I know it would outrage parents. I, not that it would actually do anything yeah. to students. So I get people. I get. I. I, I get You're on. I get on the Hillier people in the know, and I troll the shit out of page? to troll the shit out of people because okay. because. Outraged white moms. suburban moms are so funny and yeah. that page is like 100% white suburban moms. So I get on there and I was like, what's the problem? I wouldn't want my son having sex with my daughter. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I mean, as long as my dog's not dead, what's the problem, guys? Right. Yeah. So people got mad about that, I yeah. guess. But anyway. Um, <laughs> their choice. Yeah. As long as it's consensual. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking problem is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that, yeah, that made national news. That teacher got fired, and his girlfriend took the job. She right? got she, she, so she got put on suspension. And Cassidy's been doing substitute teaching so far this year. Yeah, and it's only been a few weeks, but so she she didn't even know. She just took a substitute job for two days, Monday and Tuesday at Hilliard Bradley, and uh, she was there yesterday, and she realized uh, someone told her 
someone that she student taught for before told her that that was who she was substitute teaching for. She was mm. like, oh, so she texted me. She's like, Did she's like, oh, I'm substitute teaching for this girl. It's going to be rough today. Like, did you hear about this or something like that? And I was like, yeah, I've heard about this. We talked like, about it on the group we chat. We talked about it like crazy. Because I was trolling and they, they sent yeah. it in the group chat. And I was like, what are the odds? So I sent it to the group chat. Like, oh my God, she's substitute teaching for that teacher. And I was like, what are the odds of that? Like, it's crazy because she substitutes all in Columbus, high school, intermediate school, yeah. elementary school, whatever, middle school. And then today, Tuesday, they told her that she, the teacher resigned and Cassidy is taking her position. <laughs> so we have a, that is awesome. First off, good. She got a job. So we have a group of friends. They're pretty much fully idiots, but they're, they're, they're great people. <laughs> right. So we have a group chat with them and the old, they're three brothers, they're three brothers. And then there's us. So the, the Chris got on and was like, Hey, Cassidy's subbing for the teacher that, that lost her job. And f- somehow the oldest brother thought that he said Cassidy was the teacher that gave out that test. And he kept going, dude, why ask her, why'd she do it? I just don't understand. Why'd she do it? Why'd she do it? And I was just like confused. I'm like, how would she know why that teacher did it? She's just subbing for her. Mm-hmm. But it turns out he thought that. That Cassidy did it. <laughs> so then, oh, here's a funny thing though. I didn't tell you this. So today, uh, so she's doing the lesson plans that were written for this part. They're reading Lord of the Flies. You know what that book is? No. Uh, it's like these kids are stuck on, a, on like a plane crashes or something and they're all stuck on an island. They have to learn how to survive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's a really good book actually. And so Cassidy looked at the lesson plans today and was like, Oh no, they had to take a survival test. It's like the same kind of thing. Oh my gosh. So are you serious? They're like, Cassidy's like, okay, we're going to take a survival test. And all the kids eyes got big. They're like, no, this isn't <laughs> happening again. And I guess there's this one kid. I don't know how much Cassidy wants me to share, but oh well, know, what are they there's this do? one kid that wasn't in class today. And when she called his name, some other kid was like, Oh, that's the snitch. Are you serious? Yeah. So the kid who got the teacher's <laughs> lost, the teacher's job didn't come to class today. That's the snitch. Yes. But the test is fine, I guess. But I was like, stitches could you imagine like you're, you're like in, you're like filling in for a teacher who just lost her job for a test and you have to give one of her tests again. <laughs> you're like, I would, I hope she took a second look at that test. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so too. Oh, um, that's hilarious. What if it's like, if one of your legs uh, gets trapped under a boulder, would you eat it? Some <laughs> shit like that. Like, if your leg has a condom and your other leg is on the pill, <laughs> can you bump uglies with them? I don't know. But oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Thank you to the Jacksonville Jaguars for sponsoring this week's episode. Oh, Chelsea's um, Brewery in Athens, Ohio, Mystic Mama, best beer ever. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, uh, oh, what's the name of that juice that I drink? Simply. Simple truth or simple, simple. Oh yeah, simply fruit punch. Simply fruit punch. Sponsored great juice. this one, and Thank of course our main sponsor. Main sponsor. Pampers. Pampers. So today, I saw I was I was stopped at a stop sign, and a guy was walking with a cracked photo frame that had two empty Pampers things in it, and I almost asked him for it, but Dude. he was going to throw it away. It was like completely cracked, that like destroyed. The frame was. What was it? It was a. It frame? was a fr- picture frame with like flattened Pampers packaging Dude, and i was like that we is the reframed it. shit we should actually I, we kind of we, we should just do it anyway yeah we should we'll we'll frame a pampers picture i mean as absolutely. our main sponsor absolutely we got to thank them always thanks everybody have a good uh, uh bye